0: Tea, never brush your teeth.
1: You're
2: tuned into The Listening Party on BFF.fm, Best Frequencies Forever. It's 6 o'clock on a Tuesday. That means it's time for us, The Listening Party with Kate and Chris. I am Chris. I'm Kate. And we are here every week to play recent releases and related tracks. We pick three records to highlight every show and then play you some songs we think you'd like if you dug our album picks. And today we have two old records (laughs) that have been recently reissued or newly compiled uh and one newbie um from a badass girl group so um yeah it's gonna be a very diverse show
3: yeah especially uh the, the first record that we just opened up with is uh unlike anything that we we generally play or uh have much knowledge of really um It is Wake Up You, The Rise and Fall of Nigerian Rock, Volume 1, to 1972-1977. That track in particular was Never Let Me Down by Formular's Dance Band. And this is a somewhat uh, exhaustive, although it's only Volume 1, compilation of Nigerian rock bands uh, put together by Uchena... Kone, Um, who's a musicologist, and uh, in addition to compiling the tracks for the album, there's an entire book that it comes packaged with that explains the history of the music at this time, uh, which is just immediately following a three-year-long civil war in Nigeria, and uh, kind of what led to the popularity of these bands. Um, Unfortunately, we didn't have access to the book, and so I don't have all of that information, to, uh, to quote from, but nevertheless, the, the music itself is, is very engaging, very yeah, interesting Yeah, the
2: music is super interesting, um, and this one is put out by Now Again Records, uh, I think a label based in LA that has put out some really, really cool other things like the, quote, African Nuggets, um, which would probably be awesome to listen to as well, um, among other, I guess, like Rad psychedelic African music, so that's a label to bookmark and do some digging uh, for another time. Their catalog, if you go online now again, records.com, is huge and really enticing. Like you're gonna want to click on all of these little thumbnails of of record covers. Um, so just a ton to explore here. Um, so we. We just picked this most recent one.
3: Yeah, we're, uh, I, I hadn't heard of any of these uh, artists. I had never heard any of these songs, and I couldn't stop listening to this record. I thought it was just amazing.
2: Yeah, so we're just going to play it now, um, play of some tracks that we uh, handpicked for the show that we thought were highlights off of the compilation, although all of the songs are totally worthy of a listen, so we're going to keep on moving.
3: Yeah. Um, right up next is, is Keep On Moving <laughs> by the High Grades. This is Wake Up You, The Rise and Fall of Nigerian Rock, Volume 1.
2: On the listening party on BFF.fm.
1: One thing. I want a two. A want <laughs> shot like
4: Making love and having fun
5: Baby, I need your love Dig me, let's move on things I can satisfied no more. Down here we're leaving and we were told me one night. And you really thought you were not telling me the truth. I told you so, you turned your head and stopped on the other side. Coming back up, you told me, no, brother, do you really know what? I can't be satisfied no more. I can't be satisfied no more.
0: I can't be satisfied no more. I can't be no more.
5: to make it friend
2: tuned into The Listening Party on BFF.fm, Best Frequencies Forever, and we just listened to a couple of tracks from the new compilation, Wake Up You, The Rise and Fall of Nigerian Rock, Volume 1, 1972 through 1977, compiled by Now Again Records, and it was pretty rockin'.
3: It was very rockin', and very all over the map, stylistically. Uh, Kate and I were talking while you were listening, uh, about just all the different kind of sonic elements going on here. The first track that we played there, the high grades, sort of a James Brown soul funk workout. The next two tracks from the hikers and the funkies were very psych influenced. Then Warhead Constrictions track, Graceful Bird was a sort of seventies rock uh guitar. Uh followed by maybe the most interesting one ballad of a sad young woman that was a raging flute solo <laughs>
2: mad flute solo yeah
3: and then more uh more kind of guitar histrionics followed from the founders and, and terogo
2: yeah and it's a really great example of the diversity uh that was in music that was happening in Nigeria over this time period and we were trying to think back as to what was going on like in America and Europe during this time, which was nothing that sounded like this. This was really music that existed in, in its own bubble. Um, You know, there was these like psych influences were happening in America and in Europe much earlier than this. Um, And then, you know, more dance type of elements started like blipping into the mainstream after this time period through post-punk and disco and things like that um, so it's really interesting to see this music exist on its own without the um, you know like proto-punk or punk or like straight-up guitar rock influences that were going on in America and uh, it's 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 a great look at afro rock if you are a fan of of that and cannot stress enough that, um, like I'm reading an all music review, that just listening to the songs like we did now is awesome, right? It's half like the battle, it's though. awesome.
3: You got to read that. Book. But
2: yeah, the music combined with the essay and the visuals is supposed to be like another experience. So if you like what you heard, then I would definitely recommend splurging on the entire. Um, the entire physical thing because it's supposed to be really out of this world. Um,
3: yeah I'd be interested to to have more information about this. You were talking about uh, how it does and doesn't incorporate influences and I, I know I don't really know anything about the colonial history of Nigeria but uh, one of the first things that I noticed about this collection is that they're all sung in English. I don't know if that's Something that would be commonplace in in popular music in Nigeria then or now, uh, or if that was just a sort of nod to trying for crossover appeal um, from some of these artists. But um, it was, it caught my attention. Uh, Wasn't what I was expecting from uh, 70s Nigerian rock.
2: Yeah, super funky, um, really upbeat, and just all over the map. So something for everyone um, and something for fans of this type of music
3: yeah and um, you know if you are if you are a fan um, we mentioned before the the musicologist and uh, researcher who put this collection together I'm, I'm probably not saying this right but U- Uchena Ikone um, who also compiled the book that uh, that it's packaged with is the same person who uh, put together the recent Who is William Oniabor Uh, compilation that came out a year or two ago um, and that was uh, another sort of African um, artist I think he actually ended up living in Texas but uh, came out of Africa um, and and did some really interesting music and then uh, kind of renounced his his music um, and and became very devoutly religious Um, but she unearthed a lot of his recordings and was able to um, put together a pretty comprehensive history of him and so for a related song um we have a william oneabor track from her uh her previous work here
2: this is something you will never forget off of who is william oneabor on the listening party on bff.fm listening party on BFF.FM. Best frequencies forever. And you just heard William Onieber, something you will never forget off of who is William Onieber that closes out our Afro rock set of uh, the first record that we played a compilation of Nigerian rock and psych music called Wake Up You, The Rise and Fall of Nigerian Rock, Volume 1, from 1972 through 1977 off of Now Again Records. a Super gem, full of many gems. Um, And we are moving on to our second new release or reissue of the night. This one is a brand new record um, called Welcome the Worms by the band Bleached. This is their second record.
3: It is their second record, a follow-up to 2013's Ride Your Heart.
2: And they're taking a bit of a different approach to this record. Um, Their 2013 record very much fell into the Burger Records sound.
3: They had Uh, a of Dumb Dumb Girls-y vibes.
2: Very lo-fi. Very garage-y sounding. um, Very California punk yeah um this record i feel like shifts coasts there's a little bit more of an east coast attitude here um less lo-fi a little bit uh cleaner sounding um which you know it, it brings some some muscle to their music um and it's a shift that i'm I'm having a little trouble getting on board with. But could be swayed after additional listens. Um I'm just like so stuck in the Cali vibe mm-hmm. mood um that it's a little hard for me to like turn on this kind of runaways ask sound that this band is uh is uh going for right now.
3: We'll, well, we'll play a few songs and see if uh, if people agree. I, I didn't have much of a problem with this record, but uh, maybe maybe I will come to feel differently about it uh, on this listen as well. Uh, the first track uh, we're going to start out with is Keep On Keepin' On. This is Bleached on BFF.FM.
2: tuned into the listening party on bff.fm best frequencies forever where we play three recent releases and related tracks we just played our second new album of the show that was welcome the worms by bleached tracks you heard off of that record was hollywood we did it all wrong sour candy wasted on you sleepwalking trying to lose myself again and keep on keeping on all tracks from the band's second record a follow-up to their 2013 ride your heart which is uh a bit more pop punky than i remember their last album
3: yeah it definitely is um i mean we were talking during the break we you were hearing a little bit of the undertones i was hearing hunks and his punks and and some ramones i was Um,
2: hearing the donnas
3: yeah a lot of the (laughs) don you know it's it's totally fine uh you know modern pop punk um I wasn't thrilled but some of the songs on here stood out a little bit Sour Candy Hollywood We Did It All Wrong were a couple of uh the stronger cuts
2: well I think I I don't know if I would say stronger I mean I really feel like all of these songs were really like muscly songs. I think that they were all really strong. I think they all presented... Well, stronger compositions. Well, I... They were different. And I think we think they're stronger because of our taste. But I don't think that they were necessarily just flat out stronger. Uh, I think all the songs, you know, were very... They were succinct. Um, They really, like, put a mood across. Um, And i think i think didn't really didn't particularly stand out um but the last couple of tracks we did play sour candy in hollywood we did it all wrong like chris was saying um caught our ear because they did sound a little bit um more uh i don't know why, why what's this what's the difference I don't what know do I caught, the differences.
3: Hollywood We Did It All Wrong had a had a good melody and a a little bit more interesting structure to it than uh some of the kind of straight ahead pop punk. I feel the, like they were the more the informed things. by
2: like sixties rock, like sixties yeah. you know, pop pop rock versus eighties or late seventies pop rock. Um and that was why those songs kind of pulled me in more because we did say like that last song could have been a hunks of this punk song. Um, and I mean, he's pulling, he's pulling from fifties and sixties rock. Um, and so I think that that song maybe had a little less edge mm-hmm. and a little more.
3: Yeah. And the same for sour candy reminded me of the sort of polished punk of mid period Ramones um in a good way you know, yeah I, I, you know again this is not a record i had any strong objection to um i just i don't imagine myself coming back to it again and again
2: i definitely think i mean it's a taste yeah preference i think these girls are getting it done on this record and that's really awesome to hear uh it's just not the type of album that I'll come back I'll come back to their first album I'll totally listen to their first album that's just kind of where my taste preference lie right now Um, but you know they're going to put on one hell of a show I think they're on the road um, touring for this record so if you liked what you heard Bleach is probably coming to a town near you um, and there's going to be some real headbanging opportunity I would say uh, when they play a lot of tracks off of this record. so.
3: And if you did like them, uh, we've got a couple more tracks we think you might like as well. Um, this first one coming up is the title track off of the album Screws Get Loose. This is Those Darlins on BFF.fm.
2: Tuned into the listening party on BFM.fm, best frequencies forever. And we just played you two related tracks uh, to the record that we just featured on our show uh, Bleached, Welcome the Worms. The songs you heard were Slow Walkin' by the Babies off of Our House on the Hill, and Before That Screws Get Loose by Those Darlings. And we're moving on to our third new or recently reissued record of the show. This record falls oh into the ladder.
3: Oh, boy. And what a treat is, do we this have for you. This is
2: seriously a treat. We were like, should we? Should we not? And then we were like, duh, we should totally play No Jacket Required by Phil Collins.
3: Now, I am a lifelong Phil Collins apologist.
2: Apologist. I, yes. I, see, I am no such thing.
3: Now, I, I have been uh, ridiculed for my, my Collins love. For a long time, and I think he's finally coming into an era where uh, he's been re embraced. It's no longer uh, supremely uncool to like him uh, the way you know other bands like maybe uh, Huey Lewis or uh, Steely Dan have kind of become cool again. Like, it's cool to like the Dan now didn't used to be for a long time
2: no oh and it's cool to be like oh well i like peter gabriel
3: right yeah
2: genesis but like phil collins and eh."
3: I've, i've always been the guy who said genesis didn't get good until peter gabriel left that's not a popular opinion uh you know after 1985 i guess but this uh phil collins has been reissuing all of his solo records um and with the adorable treat of re-photographing all of the cover art, uh, if you if you're not familiar, all the alb- albums featured his face,
2: and, and this one particularly a extreme close up of just his face, like a floating orb in red hot a like black, the sun. <laughs> yes, um. against a black hole, um, and so it, it's. It's really great to see I don't know what 70 year old Phil yeah. just uh, looking so serious and straight into your soul on the new reissue of No jacket required but um, you know let's remind you some of the hits you're about to hear.
3: This thing plays like a greatest hits record.
2: Studio Sif Studio gonna yes. hear. gonna kick that off. Um, one more night don't lose my number take me home. And then uh the reissue um at least as it is as it plays on Spotify it comes with all live recordings yeah, there's of, a second disc. of the songs that you just heard. So we're going to close the show with a real bang. Oh yeah. Easy Lover live.
3: Yeah, a monster. 5 of minutes a
2: track. of this. Yeah. So um if you can't tell by the excitement in Chris and my voice we really like Phil Collins, yeah. so we um, were just delighted by the news of his engagement with these reissues. Um, a lot of older rock stars, um, you know, may poo-poo their prior accomplishments, um, may be focusing on newer or more serious, perhaps, endeavors. Um, And it's really heartwarming to see that Phil is just being Phil right, and and loving it.
3: I think that the face, the the new uh, cover art of the albums with with his his current aged face uh, is not just a sort of visual uh, wink, but it's, you know, sort of saying, like, we're we're reexamining this music from a different perspective and through different eyes um, with, you know, the perspective of, of time having passed. Uh, I think you can see this music for what it is, which is just uh, expertly music. crafted uh, pop rock by uh, a practitioner at the height of his powers.
2: So we are going to, um, you know, I don't, I don't know if we need to break in again. We really yeah. are just saying all we need to say about um, Phil here, um, but uh, we hope you enjoy. This is really a treat. Yeah, for us and hopefully uh, for you. If you haven't listened to this stuff since it was blasting on your parents' stereo, get ready. If you sang this at a karaoke bar last weekend, turn up the volume. Um, you know, it's it's, it's just a fun listen. Yeah. So, here we go. Sue Studio <laughs> We're gonna kick, kick it off. yeah um, and then super recognizable hits will follow. Um, but yeah, if you sift if you're if you're at your local record store, definitely sift through the used section for an original copy and then look for the reissue and get a buddy to do the record cover over your face with the new oh, yeah. face and the old face
3: i'm gonna say he looks better now
2: i too agree that phil uh maybe has a bit of a bit more charm about him
3: he and his music have aged well
2: Mm-hmm. so uh but you know what phil's phil's really great at any at any age at any time <laughs> So uh let's just play yeah. this out here. Uh, Susu Studio is coming at you um, with another cuts from the recently reissued "No Jacket Required" by Phil Collins. We um, are the Listening Party. We're here every Tuesday from six to eight, playing recent releases and reissued records and also related tracks. Um, We've got no related tracks to Phil Collins coming your way because we couldn't resist playing Easy Lover Live to take you out. But Eclectic Kettle is up at 8 p.m., so stay tuned. This is Sue Studio by Phil Collins on Listening Party on BFF.fm.